which will lead me to a segue. There's a new show in the Arrowverse, Batwoman, which will be yeah. debuting. Um, of course, Batwoman, not to be confused with Batgirl. Batwoman is not Batgirl. It's a different character. Um, it's uh, Kate Kane. Uh, she's actually a cousin of Bruce Wayne through marriage. Um, she was ex-military, um, and then she was discharged from the military. When she came out, she was having a relationship with one of the other people, and I don't think it was an officer, but she was having a relationship. She's a lesbian. Um, so she lost her way for a little bit, and then eventually she starts fighting crime as Batwoman has this uh, bright red wig, which is not her real hair. Um, she has short hair. Um, Ruby Rose is playing her. I don't know anything. I've never watched anything with Ruby Rose. I know a couple of years ago when she was in uh, Orange is the New Black, she was like the, the it thing. But it was probably mm -hmm. a lot of perverted guys. Like, oh, my God, they're naked in the shower. Um, so I don't really know how she is as an actress. She definitely um, gets off that badass vibe, which I think will work for Kate. But what, what do you think about Batwoman? Do you know much about the character? What are your hopes for the show? Um, do you think – I know I've spoken to someone, and they're like – they really wanted to succeed because, you know, it's a it's a main character that is a lesbian, um, mm -hmm. which Sarah Lance is. But I think Legends is more as an ensemble cast. So she is the main character and they want it to really, really do well. And because it means so much to have someone like this in the spotlight every week. What do you think about mm -hmm. Batwoman? Well, well um, so Sarah is bisexual. And mm -hmm. I think that Kate Kane will be the first lesbian that I can think of in the Arrowverse. Uh, Ruby Rose, I watched her in Orange is the New Black. I haven't seen her in something else. The big thing during her run on that show is that she caused a sexual crisis for a lot of women who thought they were straight. And <laughs> we're now not so sure. Uh, I can't remember thinking that she was a terrible actress, which is something that people have said about her as soon as she was cast. Uh, I think that, you know, I watched this YouTuber uh, named Grace. She does Beyond the Trailer on YouTube. I disagree with her about a lot of things. But one thing that she said about Ruby Rose is that she feels like the direction that they're going with, with Batwoman, they're going to write the show to Ruby's strengths and to her personality, kind of the way that Aquaman is not so much Aquaman as he is like Jason Momoa with superpowers <laughs> and playing his personality. So I think that I'm very excited to see what she does with the role. I think that she could be amazing at it. I wish that more footage of it had come out so far because we've seen some like stylized trailers that aren't, you know, actual scenes. They're, uh, they're not anything that, will actually be on the show. Uh, and the first trailer we saw, like, everyone knows that I'm, like, this diehard feminist, but the mm -hmm. first trailer really tried to beat you over the head with, like, oh, she's a woman, she's a woman. Did we mention she's a woman? And, like, I think that it's possible to hit the feminist themes in a sophisticated way, like, Trust that your audience is intelligent enough to pick up on the fact that she's a woman and that that's a big deal and that she's wearing the bat suit and she would like people to know, like, I'm not my cousin. I want a woman to get credit for a woman's work. Like, I thought that that was an interesting little beat in the trailer, but yeah. uh, 
other than that, they hammered it a lot. Uh, the costume is dope. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see it in action. I think that uh, Rachel, I think her name's Rachel Scarson. I'm totally mispronouncing it. She's playing Alice, who's going to be the villain for, I assume, mm-hmm. all of season one, maybe just part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. She played Queen Elizabeth on Rain, so she's a CW veteran. She's mm-hmm. a phenomenal actress. I'm excited to see her in this role. I think that her and Ruby will play off each other very well. Uh, I'm curious to see how Kate's relationships will be portrayed, how much Batman will be a part of this the way that Superman Mm. was a part of Supergirl, where you never saw him, but there were hints of him everywhere. Uh, Yeah, and whether it'll tie into the other shows as much, that remains to be seen. I think that they'll make the effort to tie it into Supergirl as much as possible and have those two characters collaborate, which, mm-hmm. by the way... Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I just have to like get this off my chest because Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, mm-hmm. I just don't buy her with any of the love interests that she gets on the show, including Christopher Wood, who played Monel, who she's marrying in real life. <laughs> yeah. But like the the gay vibes that were coming off of her with Ruby Rose, like they had to have been doing that intentionally. Like the fact that like Kara was using her X ray vision and saying like, Yeah, oh, no, look like, at my tattoos. tattoos. <laughs> yeah. She had like yeah. this nervous, like giggly energy about around Kate and you know, I I think that that'd be an interesting dynamic to explore. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. Bruce and Clark have, like, this frenemy yeah. relationship. I think that, like, yeah. Supergirl and Batwoman could have, like, a sort of, like, will they or won't they? Like, they kind of flirt, but don't do anything about it ever. Dynamic. I don't know. I'm just like, I should just write fan fiction and stop writing my mouth about it. Hey, we developed a very nice romance novel on a previous podcast, so I have faith in you. Plus, you're actually a writer, so I have faith in you. (laughs) You know, maybe maybe I'll just, like, write a treatment because apparently we're, like, doing spinoffs now of canceled arrows. Yeah. Yeah. But um with uh with Batwoman with the with the character itself, um, so she she has a lot of deep like of course every superhero. There's no superhero that's like, Oh, I was a normal guy, I had a great life and I got superpowers, now I'm great. Everyone has some kind yeah. of deep past. So Kate's from um from what I understand, you know, she actually her dad's a famous or not not famous, but he's a very important military person, like a general or something. And uh, mm-hmm. when she was little, she had a twin sister and their mother. They all got abducted. And these uh, this terrorist group or whoever abducted them um, ended up killing the mother and her twin. So she's had to grow up her whole oh, life. Wow. You, know, you, know, you know, I mean, I don't have a twin, but anyone with siblings, you know, you have a special mm-hmm. um, relationship. Maybe I'll ask Morgan about this later because she actually has a twin. Like living oh, your life without your, you know, living your life without your other half. Um, and then, like I said, she goes to the military to 
be like her dad and she gets kicked out because she's gay and then mm-hmm. she you know she has some drinking problems before she gets her life back on track and i think they can they can play on that with flashbacks or maybe some kind of um traumatic stress that you know things that trigger it throughout the series um from from what i understand also i'm i'm not like a big batwoman historian but i've done some research mm-hmm. um her dad, he's a, another, like I said, in Arrowverse, there's always the father, brother, mm-hmm. big brother types. He's pretty supportive of his daughter, um, mm-hmm. but he does keep some secrets. But he, he's all in support of her crime fighting and whatnot. I guess in some of the trailers, they hinted that he might not, they might clash. But I think it's it's good to do that early so they can mm-hmm. build up to some kind of happy medium. Then another person I saw in a recent like clip, like just the other day, is uh, Luke Fox. So if you ever see the Christopher Nolan movies, Lucius Fox, Morgan Freeman played him. It's like mm-hmm. Batman's technology guy. Luke Fox is his son. In the comics, oh, he becomes okay. Bat Batwing. So he like he finds out about his dad's secret and basically kind of blackmails him into becoming one of the Bat family. Um, he's in it, but it looked like he was just um, the nerdy tech guy. Just I don't know if they really exp- yeah yeah yeah. So and then you know she has relationships in the comics with um, like uh, Supergirl, Alex's girlfriend Maggie Sawyer. She had a relationship with her in the mm-hmm. past. Uh, her big love interest thinks Renee Montoya. She's a detective. I think she actually becomes the question, maybe in the comics. But um, I'd like to see the Supergirl thing too, because they definitely tease that. And I know we're not discussing Supergirl, but they definitely tease mm-hmm. the Lena Luther, Kara stuff all the time. Like they, they know what they're doing, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's just baiting. Like it's never going to happen, but they give people who ship them just enough to come back and be like well maybe maybe this episode they will but yeah Yeah, Uh, that's interesting about Luke Fox because I guess from the trailer I was thinking like okay so this is the Morgan Freeman character from the Christopher Nolan movies but younger and you know finding out that it's that character's son that makes a lot more sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah there's a um if, like I said, for the three people that have it, I think it actually might be on Hulu. <laughs> DC's animated movies are always spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a one called Batman Bad Blood. I think it's Bad Blood. So it pretty much encompasses Batman, Batwoman, Batwing, Nightwing, Robin, the Damian Wayne version of Son. Um, it's a good, like the only time I've really seen Luke Fox represented on like an animated show. But if you're ever interested, mm-hmm. you should watch it. It does a good job of... Uh, dealing with uh, Batwoman too. Some of her interactions with Nightwing um, growing up together and some of her struggles is pretty good. Um, as for the Batman factor, I guess they've already written when they did the crossover last year that Batman disappeared three years ago. They established he was an actual hero because uh, Oliver's like, I thought I was the first vigilante and it's actually been Batman. How do you think they should handle that shadow over the series? I think Supergirl did a pretty good job in uh, Titans on the DCU. They don't, they do a pretty good job. Nightwing's one of the main characters, but they don't really make everything about Batman. But it's kind of hard to have a character in the Bat family without some mm-hmm. kind of, how do you think they should approach that? So I think that a lot of the season is going to focus on the mystery of where Bruce went. Mm -hmm. And I think that eventually, probably even in the first season toward the end, I think that Kate is going to find him. And there's going to be a very compelling reason for him to stay in the shadows. So I think it would be interesting to see someone play Batman in 
the Arrowverse. I know that uh, the actor who did the voice of Batman in the animated series is going to be in the Crisis crossover in some capacity. Uh, so that'll be really interesting. So there will be at least one version of Batman who we meet in this season of the shows, but will it be in the Batwoman show? Uh, I I have a hard time seeing how they don't introduce him, even even if they have to wait until season two, like when they introduce Superman in Supergirl. Uh, mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, are there any kind of rights restrictions with that character? Uh, yeah. Um, so that would I would, I would, I would think not, because Warner Brothers owns it all. I just think, I guess mm-hmm. they don't want, because you know, Batman, arguably, I mean, he's my favorite superhero. Arguably, he's the most mm-hmm. popular superhero in the world. He's definitely top three. You don't want him to yeah. be in it so much. It's overbearing, uh, which I think they got the. Superman's in Supergirl, but he never be- it never became about Superman. And then they kind of wrote him off of Earth in a way, a nice, clever way. Mm-hmm. Um, so Batman's already written off, but that, that mystery definitely hangs over. But um, the Bat family also has other interesting characters. You get one of the Bat girls. There's been three, uh, Nightwing or Robin, someone to team up with Kate later. It seems like every one of these Arrowverse shows, they all get their team. You know, there's Team Arrow, Team Flash, mm-hmm. the Legends are team. Black Lightning. I've only seen the first season, but you know, he had him and his two daughters and the uh, the old guy that helps yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, eventually, I think maybe Kate will have a team, just depending on who it is. Um, but I think Batwoman will be good. I trust them. Yeah. They know how to do. It doesn't matter if it's a female lead, a lesbian lead. Like they've proven they can do all sorts of characters. I think the only thing I would be worried about is if they try to do too much with Batman. Like try to take away from it's Batwoman. It's not a Batman show. So. If you want to watch Batman, watch yeah. Gotham. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think that there's a way to pay tribute to Batman without making it all about him or alternately, like, crapping all over Batman and being mm-hmm. like, Batwoman's so much better because she's a woman. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, lots that I don't know about the show yet. That's what, so I'm going in with, like, good. a fully open mind, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to ruin anything about Alice, so I'll let you find out about Alice. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. yeah, I don't want to. Real intrigued. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, like you said, they make things obvious, so it'll probably become obvious early, but yeah, um, Alice has an interesting story. <laughs> but oh, that, is, okay. that, is, that is Batwoman, so um, we've talked about The Flash, we've talked about Legends, we've talked about what we think about Batwoman. Also, a rumor came out uh, this week, I saw you even put it on your Instagram. Um, Arrow's ending, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, R.I.P. Stephen yep. Amell. Um, well, not Stephen, he's still alive, but R.I.P. his show. Yep. Um, from Arrow, the last season dealt with a lot of flash forwards in the future um, and introduced Oliver and Felicity's daughter, Mia Smoke. Mm-hmm. It also introduced a sort of weird future for uh, Star City where canaries mm-hmm. fight back against the oppressive government. Um, that included um, Dinah. Right. Um, she's still alive. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, and Renee, oh. Renee, yeah, who got soft, Rick and Sol, like the, the oppressors, yeah, yeah, and then his daughter, uh, I can't think of her name, but she was one of the canaries too. It also had William, you know, Oliver's uh, son, you know, he had when he was a wild playboy, um, and a couple of other characters, John Diggle Jr., who's actually Bronze Tiger's son. Another story mm-hmm. that kind of retconned that from Legends, but anyway, so Canaries has been announced well, in development. That... Go ahead. I think 
explicitly said that he's Diggle's stepson. Yeah, he's Bron Tiger's he's Bronze Tiger's son, Michael Jai White's character. But originally, there's like a Legends episode season two where he was John's son, but he it was it's kind of weird. But yeah, he's a stepson. Yeah, you're right. You'll have to explain to me later. So, like in the show, is he Bronze Tiger's son who Diggle adopts, Diggle adopts. or are they just yeah. a different character? Yeah, it's the Bronze Tiger's son who Diggle adopted, as far as it was an arrow last season but they changed some things oh, okay. to, but then again hey barry went in the past so it's his fault he changed it i i watched the last season of arrow like on my phone like i was not paying yeah. attention yeah just get through it <laughs> that's yeah. how i feel just get through it yep but yeah so canaries what do you think what are your hopes and dreams worries oh god like, if this had been two or three years ago, I would have been so much more excited about it because I'm so off Arrow and feel like that show got run into the ground. I don't know. I think that in this final season of Arrow, there's a lot of questions to be answered about how Star City got the way that it did, where Oliver went. I have a very hard time believing that Oliver is genuinely dead. I think that the sacrifice that he had to make for the crisis crossover was that he had to lose his family for an indefinite number of years because at the end of Arrow, Felicity goes to be with him in some place mm-hmm. that she can't return. Now, I yeah. don't think that Felicity is like going to heaven or something. I think mm-hmm. that he had to make some kind of cosmic sacrifice where he had to stay in a different dimension indefinitely. It's like it's going to be some weird twists like that but uh i thought that mia was a very interesting character and i liked the dynamic with her and her brother william i liked renee's daughter i'm also blanking on her name uh also they like totally changed her ethnicity because that girl was super white as a little girl (laughs) and now she's like clearly a different person because a different actress, but like just like does not look at all like what the older version of that little girl would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I enjoyed her in that role. So what I would like to see, I would like to see her come back. They didn't mention her at all in the announcement from what I could see. I always thought that it would be interesting to catch up with what Nissa was up to, and Nissa was yes. the one who trained Mia. Yeah, like that. It was only for like two seconds. Yeah, yeah, you see in the flashbacks that over Mia's childhood, she learned how to fight and learned some of the skills that her father had from Nissa. So Nissa was clearly involved in Mia's life for a very long period of time whether she was always there or would just come and visit periodically. She was there over the course of years. So mm-hmm. I would like to see her come back and become a regular part of this show because I think that she would be a really good fit for a female-led show because she wanted to disband the League of Assassins. She wanted to not follow in her father's footsteps. I think that the opportunity for Nyssa to use her skills for the greater good is something that she would be into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd like to see that. I uh, I think that it could be 
a good opportunity to have lots of characters. It might be a show that works well with lots of characters. I liked mm -hmm. Laurel's redemption arc at the end of mm -hmm. the most recent season of Arrow, but they'll also have to fill in a lot of plot holes with that because I thought she was going back to her Earth. So when did mm -hmm. she come back and why? Uh, mm -hmm. that, so they'll have to do a lot of explaining, and I hope that like they walk away from the flashbacks because the flashbacks have always been the weakest part of Arrow to me, and I think that they need to take a completely different format with this spinoff. Yeah. Um, initially, like when I first started watching the show, I remember when the show very first started, I, I didn't watch it. I was like, oh, man, um, they're trying to make, when I think of Green Arrow, I'll think of a jovial, laughing um sort of like annoying like peter parker type like talking trash mm -hmm. and making jokes while he's fighting um and you don't always have to be exactly like how the comics are so they changed it it's grittier it's darker and it worked mm -hmm. but um arrows like every season i'm breaking up the team or the team gets back together or you'll have to stop mm -hmm. fighting i can't kill and he kills somebody because he has to um that got yeah. old but um some of the some of the supporting characters on there have been great and this past season, I really liked the flash forwards. I really liked William, who, even though he's Oliver Queen's son, he doesn't fight. He's a nerd, like a stepmom Felicity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he didn't want anything to do. He didn't know how to punch anybody or shoot an arrow. Um, they brought back Roy. I, for Canaries, I, as much as you like the Black Siren redemption story, I did not feel mm -hmm. anything from it. Maybe I'm not human. Yeah. Um, um, I didn't feel it. Like, I don't know. I felt like it just made Quentin Lance look like a sucker the whole time. Um, she kept screwing him over. Of course, in the end, it worked out. But I don't know. I'd rather yeah. have uh, Black Siren dead instead of Emiko in this past season. I liked her. But um, I thought they were going to lead to her being Arrow, but I guess not. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Thea make some appearances. Um, mm -hmm. She is um she knows how to fight i'm sure her and roy got away but they kind of left that ambiguous with him coming back in the flash forwards mm -hmm. um but like you said they could do um multiple characters i mean it could be just like the canaries it could be a whole legion of of these badass female fighters and they could introduce maybe other legacy heroes like kids from ships we didn't think of or other mm -hmm. characters that haven't gotten their shine maybe like I said, in Batwoman, there's multiple Bat. Everyone thinks of Barbara Gordon, but there's like the Stephanie Brown Batgirl and the uh, Cassandra Kane Batgirl. They could easily fit in, you know, something like that. Um, also, what you said, if this would have been announced like two years ago, I would have been in. Um, Dinah's mm -hmm. a Black Canary. I don't really feel strongly one way or another. She's just kind of mm -hmm. there. Um, I don't like Black Siren, but I like Mia. Mia what's, it, what's her name? Black Star? What's the, I can think of her name. Uh, her superhero Black name, Mia Smoke, Black Star, yeah. Not to be confused with most Def and Talib Kweli. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, I'll, I'll watch it. Uh, I'll give it a chance. I don't really feel excited as I do for like Batwoman debuting, but I'll give it a chance, and it'll, it'll probably surprise me. You know, when you don't have any expectations, yeah. it can only be good. Same. It'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see how the lineup changes because as shows get canceled and phased out. We'll have Canaries. We'll have Batwoman. Woman, if they keep getting picked up. Well, we might still have mm -hmm. Supergirl for a while longer. Uh, Black Lightning, I think for sure we'll have at least a couple more seasons in it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's kind of, you know, unless they announce something else that they have not yet, it's going to be like lots of ladies and mm -hmm. people of color. Wrong with 
yeah, yeah. nothing's yeah. wrong with that. It, it'll be an interesting change from, you know, the main trio now, which is Green Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl, all <laughs> wonderful characters and <laughs> lovely people portraying them, but like a very white group. Mm-hmm. That's mostly yeah, mayonnaise men. justice. <laughs> uh, speaking of that that trinity in the Arrowverse, um, going back to Legends, I really like the scene where it's uh, was it Sarah is dressed up as Supergirl, is mm-hmm. it uh, is it Nate, Nate is Arrow? Arrow, yeah, and, and who, who was Flash? Gary. Was it Ray? Yeah, Gary. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, shout yeah, out to so, Gary so and his funny. yeah. Um, but before we <laughs> poor guy. Um, Constantine, you know, hit it and quit it. Um, <laughs> before, before we go, before we go on, that's one of my huh? hey. I Constantine and Gary. Constantine, I mean, he's a he's a man whore. He doesn't care, man. He'll, but it's always for his own personal use. There's no like love everybody mm-hmm. you're with. He's just using you to get off, or he'll sacrifice yeah. you to the devil. Oh, man, um, <laughs> before we get on to your crisis predictions for the crossover, mm-hmm. I just want to touch on it. Uh, Black Lightning, so it's actually not a part of the Arrowverse. Uh, I think the main reason, not because he's black, um, is because the, the other shows are all shot in Vancouver, um, which is kind of funny because um, Central City, where the Flash is from, it's in Missouri. Mm-hmm. There's no ocean there, but every scene, Star Labs is on like an ocean front plot hole um but yeah uh black lightning shot in atlanta which i think is appropriate given the demographics and tone of the show um i've only watched the first season i said you've only watched the first season what do you Mm -hmm. what do you think about black knight i love it and i regret not watching it sooner (laughs) i love it i love that it's a family superhero team and the family dynamics are very believable and I'm realizing just now that I totally misspoke because there has been a lesbian superhero character and that's yeah. Thunder, Thunder, but she's not the... Yeah. I mean, I guess in a way is one of the leads of the show, but I think maybe not so much as Sarah is in Legends or yeah, that exactly. woman that will be in her show. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was a big fan of Gamby's relationship with Black Lightning and... Mm-hmm. It was very intriguing that there was a divorced couple who then reconciled and clearly still had love for each other all these years. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing an affluent black family in a mostly black community that had a lot of struggles mm-hmm. and uh, seeing people actively working to make the community better, seeing people actively working to make the community worse. Uh, it got so political and did it in a way that I thought was more effective than a show like Supergirl, which I think has the best of intentions, but feels very much like uh, social justice issues for third graders, where it's not very (laughs) sophisticated or subtle in the way that it approaches themes. Uh, And, you know, the music is amazing. It's colorful. It's funny. Uh, The Tobias is such a great, great. villain. He's yeah. great, yeah. Just a terrifying <laughs> man. Jill Scott was great, and you thought that she yeah. was going to be the big bad, and she had her moment uh, mm. and was excellent in that role, which, you know, mm. never thought of Jill Scott that way. That was a revelation. Mm-hmm. But really, it was Tobias' show, and that character is, you know, 
real complex and motivated by so much self-loathing as Mm -hmm. an albino black man who has felt ostracized from his community. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and it does this really, it does a good job of mixing the supernatural uh, or like the metahuman stuff that you see on shows like Supergirl and The Flash with the more street level vigilante justice of Arrow. Yeah, I I, I really love it. I I know this is the uh, unoriginal take, but but the natural inkling is to compare Black Lightning to Luke Cage. Um, It's okay, I'm Black, I can do that. Um, (laughs) um, They're both really good about community. I actually think Black Lightning, even Mm -hmm. though it's on TV, you know, Luke Cage can, you know, have more violence, nudity, cussing. Um, It does a good Mm -hmm. job, you know. Um, uh, Yeah. Just community. He's a good role model. Like he was an athlete, and then he became a principal because he decided that he could change more lives being an educator than Black Lightning. So he has these, this family, mm-hmm. and I love the way the daughters how they play off each other. Um, Anissa, mm-hmm. you know, the older one, she's trying to, you know, she wants to make a change, but unlike her father, she thinks like you got to do more than protesting. Um, mm-hmm. You got to do something about it. And then her younger sister like couldn't be bothered, calls her Harriet Tubman, uh, just wants mm-hmm. to be a normal high schooler. And she does, you know, loves her phone and all this kind of stuff. Um, and like you said, Tobias, like he's great. Um, given he, he is albino, um, he has a bunch of lines. Like I hate these dark Negroes and all this stuff, which I know people like that. And they're not necessarily albino, but like the people that self-loathe their own race or kind, you know. Um, yeah. And it's and, it's he, really and I, I think here on TV, like it really like it goes there, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't they don't shy away without having to. You know they can't say like the n word or mm-hmm. um, other kind of other kind of slurs you might hear and like you might hear in Luke Cage and they still do a great job. Um, they mm-hmm. sneak ninja in there a lot, but <laughs> mm-hmm. we all know what they really mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I need to catch up on that second season because it has been confirmed. Been confirmed since we're gonna get your crisis uh, predictions before we get out of here. So a lot of rumors have come out about crisis. Like I said, crisis is pretty much the way DC reset all their universes. Um, mm-hmm. So as of right now, Earth-1 is where the Flash is, Arrow is, and Batwoman, Earth-38 mm-hmm. is where Supergirl is. Black Lightning, they haven't said what Earth it is, but he's not on the same Earth as either of them. Um, they mentioned other superheroes on Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure they mentioned Superman before, um, but he's yeah. not necessarily confirmed he's in Earth-38. Black Lightning and a couple they of his characters are confirmed. Yeah, they're confirmed for Crisis. I never watched Smallville, and I'm told I'm an idiot because I never did, because apparently it was a great show. Uh, Tom Welling, who played Superman on there, he's confirmed for it. And I, I believe the... cannot believe they convinced <laughs> him to get... I want to know how much they're paying him, because he yeah. wanted nothing to do with that character anymore. Really? Yeah, I saw uh, the guy, yeah, the lady I, who I plays Lois Lane, to come back, too. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. And she played Allura, the second version of Allura in Supergirl. She played Kara's mom. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, so they- Smallville's fun. I didn't finish it. I watched maybe three or four seasons right before people said mm-hmm. that it got less good, but uh, it's it's worth your time to watch at least a little bit. Yeah, I'm a, um, I'm a Superman hater. Uh, here's another not original take. Um, he can do everything. <laughs> 
Um, he's from middle America. He's from Kansas. He's morally perfect. Like there's nothing compelling about him to me. Um, he is a good guy. I just need like, I like my good guys with an edge. Um, yeah. I know you probably don't watch professional wrestling, but like in the eighties, Hulk Hogan, before he, before we found out he's a racist, he was like the big hero, like eat your vitamins, say your prayers, kids. And then in the nineties, yeah. um, people, fans started not liking that kind of a good guy it became like stone cold like i'm a i'm a good guy but i'm a badass i'm a you know f authority i'm still doing the right thing that's kind of how i like my heroes to have not saying they have to be anti-heroes per se but a little bit of something you know they'll they'll, they'll cross the line a little bit yeah like with jefferson and black lightning he was willing to sacrifice some of his relationships because he was addicted to the power and Mm -hmm. He was also willing to kill Tobias, motivated by revenge, uh, really operating in that morally gray area. I think that, you know, this is getting derailed, but Smallville does a pretty good job with Clark because they make him like a teenage boy and dealing with teenage boy things. So he's more developed than what I think of when I think of Superman, which I'm also not a big fan of Superman being like mm-hmm. this very generic Boy Scout character. I also like there to be more there, there. Uh, but uh, that show is worth watching just for the portrayal of Lex Luthor and for their interesting relationship. And I hope that they bring, uh, I think Michael, I can't remember his last name. I hope they bring him back for Crisis because he's an amazing Lex Luthor. Yeah, uh, I think I saw something where he I don't think he's going to do it. Um, I could be wrong. Um, it, that, that sucks if he was good. But any consolation, the dude that plays uh, Lex Luthor, he was on Two and a Half Men. I can't think of the actor's name. John um, yeah, yeah, he was an excellent Lex Luthor in Supergirl this season. Um, you mentioned that I Supergirl is yeah, excellent. Great. He saved the season. It was, like you said, really? uh, political beliefs for third graders. And then Lex Luthor yeah. comes in just marvelous. Marvelous. Okay. I mean, he's not. That is not what I expected. Yeah, he's, I don't know, just like witty, cunning, like what you expect out of Lex. He's not like the big kind of like athletic kind of built Lex that he kind of is in like mm-hmm. a car- the cartoons and stuff. But he's just like, and he's so smart and you just, you love to cheer against him. Um, and the other ending of Supergirl's worth it, um, mm-hmm. you know, because him and Lena have to interact, obviously being siblings. Um, so with Crisis, what do you, what do you think will happen with it? Um, obviously, Oliver is going to play a big role since he's already come in contact with the mm-hmm. the monitor, and we've seen the monitor in every show. Um, mm-hmm. He's at the end. He's in the last episode of every show, even Legends. He's eating popcorn <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I don't need any of these people. They're useless to me." Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, so I think so much of this is going to hinge on what happens in Arrow, and I had one theory about it, and the most recent trailers have made me feel like my theory is wrong. I thought that Oliver was going to go from Earth to Earth and recruit alternate Earth versions of heroes and villains who he has encountered to Mm -hmm. help fight in the crisis. The most recent trailers seem like he is going back in time. So maybe he is plucking out these heroes and villains from earlier points in the timeline. 
maybe it's both maybe he just runs into versions of these people like his mom in alternate earths and it's very touching just because it's a version of his mom just like with very seeing a version of his dad in jay garrick mm-hmm. uh so i think that a super team is going to be assembled i think that there's going to be ripple effects and hints of the crisis throughout all the shows early in the seasons yep. and i my prediction is that oliver is not truly going to die in the sense that we think i think he's going to be in some kind of cosmic exile as his sacrifice yeah. uh, and i think that we already know that we're going to see multiple versions of superman which I don't know <laughs> what they're planning on doing because are they all going to be Clark Kent or are they going to be like different Kryptonians who mm. were the ones who got put in the pod and they're because it's all going to be different actors. There's going to be the Tom mm-hmm. Welling one. There's going to be uh, Brandon, Brandon Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's it's hard to predict what they're going to do i can't even like fathom how they'll bring black lightning into it It, yeah it's gonna be this high wire act like they have to accomplish a lot because the story is iconic and Mm -hmm. there's a pattern of iconic stories not translating to film every non-animated version of the dark phoenix saga Oh, man. They'll get it right the third time. (laughs) No, they won't. (laughs) They won't. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, I I don't know. I think that it'll be... It'll be kind of a what-if scenario. Like, pairing the most... The characters who you would never in a million years think about sharing a screen... You'll, mm. you'll see them in the same scene. Like, uh, I don't know, Zari and Wild Dog, or oh, man. <laughs> and Rory. Uh, yeah. I think you'll see the fact that there's going to be people who have magic, and people who have powers, and people who have uh, fighting abilities, but no superpowers. It's interesting yeah. to me that Oliver, who has no powers, is going to be the team leader of this yeah. super team. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's kind of a sweet way to send off the character that started this whole thing. That's true. That's so true. It makes yeah. sense. Um, I guess it makes them look more heroic. Can... Yeah. So what are what are your thoughts? Okay. Um, so like you touched on a lot of things I liked. Like initially when I heard about it, um, I thought like you that Oliver would go through these different multiverses, alternate earths, and recruit heroes, sort of like in the comics. Uh, can't think of the heroine's name, but she, the Monitor, sends her out to these different points in time to like pull heroes. Um, there's actually like I think they end up with Supergirl, Superman from Earth One, Superman from Earth Two, and then Superboy Prime comes at the end. So I think we might see a scene, or they, they might instead of in the comics they were based it off of three Earths. They might think of every kind of show that's ever been on might be a mm-hmm. different like Earth. We already have established Earth 1, 2, 38, and I guess random numbers have been given to all the whales. They come interview for which whales mm-hmm. is going to join Team Flash. 
Um, I'm guessing Smallville will be considered an Earth, which is why we'll get their actors. Um, now, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman. It's been since forever. He does the animated series, the video games. He's going to be cast as Batman. The actor's in his 60s, so maybe he'll mm-hmm. be an older Bruce. Um, like we, if you ever watch the Batman Beyond cartoon, Bruce is like old and washed up. Um, yeah. But he recruits, yeah. But he recruits Terry to be the new Batman. Batman Beyond, y'all should all watch that. It was awesome. Um, so I, I think what will happen is um, the Monitor obviously is, even though he seems like kind of a jerk, the Anti Monitor is is the one that will try to end things, and um, these worlds will start to disintegrate, and somehow they'll start merging. So we'll see Smallville. Superman come face to face with uh, Wesley Ship's Flash from the '90s uh, live action Flash series because um, you know they've done a good job of paying homage. Like Linda Carter's been in Supergirl, you know she used to be Wonder Woman mm-hmm. famously. Um, I think we'll all end with the worlds merging, and there's going to be some last moment, and Oliver will sacrifice himself um, to go back to whatever like Neverver- Netherverse, I think is what they had in the comics, where him and Felicity can live happily ever after. They just won't be able to interact with everyone. Just Twenty years uh, later. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just think the um, the end game of it will be that instead of all these Earths, they'll all exist on one Earth. Um, mm-hmm. so there won't be a Earth 38 or one, it's like Earth Prime or something. So that will make it easier for, well, it's easy for the crossovers. The only crossover that makes it difficult is Supergirl because she's on different Earth. So obviously, since Cisco is vibe, he could always get Barry over there and vice versa. But Oliver had no way of contacting Kara, you know, um, yeah. even as brilliant as Curtis and Felicity are, um, which, which will be good. And that way, I'd, I'd like to see some of the, uh, Arrowverse characters interact with Jefferson and his family because they haven't. Um, maybe this is me just being a perverted male, but I remember one of the first was uh, the one about the Nazis um, when mm-hmm. Sarah met Alex Danvers and they ended up having a one one night stand. Um, so there's there's potential for some like random hookups. Um, doesn't have to be just the lesbian bisexual characters. Maybe McRory and um, Black Star hook up. I'm sure. Oliver would shoot with an arrow, but you know that that other than the actual story stuff, I think just the one-liners, um, funny interactions, like one-night stand ships. I think I kind of like that stuff too, like because it's gonna be there's gonna be at least one of them that you would never see coming. Like those two aren't compatible, but you know they do that I, famous trope. They wake up in a bed together. <laughs> I was a big fan of Ava, uh, not Ava, of Sarah and. Alex. Alex's hookup, and yeah. I wish that that hadn't been like a one-time thing because I think that they're a pretty good match for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's kind of like Ava in a way. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. kind of like Ava in a way. Yeah, um, she's straight laced. At least she's a real person. She's not a clone like Ava. Um, <laughs> you know, she was used to stability and like building a relationship, and it was just like a one-night stand, which is such of a such a whim for her she never she had never done and you know sarah's just like smirk and pat on the butt and see on your way this is what i do um but yeah eventually yeah eventually i think it'll lead to this one earth um which will be good but i guess the only thing if you think about it like next time supergirl's fighting i don't know some galactic enemy like brainiac or something and she's fighting Mm -hmm. him by herself it'll raise a question but where the hell's the flash at (laughs) You know, shouldn't he help yeah. with this? The whole earth's in danger. You're, you're not supposed to think about that, but. 
no, you're not. And what I tell myself is like, everyone's kind of busy with their own thing. Like, you know, there's a crisis in New York, New York police will only call for backup if they absolutely Mm. need it. It's like during a hurricane, uh, other, other states' utility workers will go and they'll help out, but they don't go and help out for every power outage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of it that way. Like just like a regular old storm. So that's kind of how I make it make sense in my brain. And I I do want to go and leave Crisis before the crossover airs. But, okay. you know, I wonder, like, if the Earth's are merged then doesn't that mean that the heroes lose well in in the comics it was the uh the anti-monitor wants to destroy all the earths and then rebuild mm-hmm. them in his image so in mm-hmm. a way he guess he kind of succeeds but the new earth isn't in his image it's in a Oh. Like a piece where everyone's origin starts over, and uh, they're obviously not going to do that. There's been way too many seasons, but um, yeah. that would lead to some questions because I guess uh, last crossover when Kara is imprisoned, she meets like the Alex Danvers of Earth One. She doesn't exist. It's not the mm-hmm. same actress, but it's clearly Alex, and that would erase some people. Uh, so maybe I didn't think that all the way through. But yeah, some some people are no, going to get erased. Was it okay? She looked. They made a good job of making her look enough different that uh, they gave her a really bad wig. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, I saw yeah. some like uh, some IGN posts of worst dreadlock, fake dreadlocks in movies ever the other day. But <laughs> um, yeah, That's so awesome. yeah, I don't know what they'll do to resolve if they merge them, mm-hmm. if because they've established there's a billion Harrison Wells, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. like I said. They've established there's been more than Black Sire, even though the first Black Canary is dead now. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how they'll do that part, but I guess the ultimate thing will it'll somehow be one Earth. Maybe everyone becomes a conglomerate. Um, Alma, I can't say that word, so it's the A. Um, it's a mix of all the people. Yeah, amalgamation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, of all of all the Earths together. Um, and then, like I said, I that way it can lead to – I think you're right. That way it can lead to subtle crossovers too. Like I think yeah. there's an episode where um, Arrow was, you know, fighting Raja Ghoul and he couldn't get somewhere. So they just showed the flash as a blur transport a man. He didn't really make a full yeah. appearance, which you know it's a flash. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. It um someone told me it could be like DC's Infinity War. I don't know if it'd be that good, but kinda on a smaller scale. Yeah. Uh to your whole amalgamation point, it could be something like uh I don't know if you've ever seen the show Once Upon a Time, but mm-hmm. in it, fairy tale characters get transported to our world and they don't remember mm-hmm. their fairy tale origins. They have these separate oh. identities. And then when a curse is broken, they remember both. So they feel like they mm-hmm. are both their experiences in our world and these identities that were created for them that weren't the real ones and their fairy tale characters. So how you do that with like infinite versions of mm-hmm. a character as opposed to just two versions, I do not know, but maybe that's something that they would figure out. Yeah, that's true. And then they can always do loopholes. Like uh, obviously Supergirl 
exist in every universe, but in the other one, she hasn't crash landed on Earth. So and that's the way you can get around it with her. Um, maybe yeah. she's still on Krypton and some of the other ones. Um, but yeah, it, it, it should be fun. I'm excited. I almost wish they would start Me with that because it's, it's going to like, of course, they're going to establish the new villains in every show, but you're just going to be mm -hmm. thinking, okay, the monitor is going to be popping up here and there, like just get to the get to the damn crossover then we can go from that's going to change everything but yeah it's i'm excited it's definitely going to be a season where if you've only watched one of the shows it's going to be less enjoyable for you because i think that the crossover is going to be over everything mm -hmm. yeah that's why i watch arrow just for the crossover basically <laughs> just so uh, you know what the hell is going on yeah and felicity i still love felicity i know the internet hates her Me i still too. love felicity yeah, they they don't like her at all. I love her. Um, she know, got a little tough this last season. Yeah, they're wrong. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. So that that's crisis. So I know I keep saying I'm about to let you go, but <laughs> you have a lot of good <laughs> thoughts. So um, we talked about all the shows. So you mentioned um, you're excited about Wonder Woman eighty four. I think we all are. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about um, the other DC, like the Joker? I know there's a lot of controversy about that. Um, it's about to come out in two weeks, um, and then. I don't know if you saw Shazam. I thought Shazam was great. I actually think it's the I second best superhero. Shazam. Yeah, I think it's the second I... best superhero movie I've seen this year ahead of Spider-Man, yeah. actually. But... <laughs> I, I want to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. I actually did not see Justice League. I didn't see Batman versus Superman or Aquaman. Mm -hmm. It's not that I've actively avoided these movies, but mm -hmm. I haven't had, I haven't yeah. felt compelled to go and watch them. Uh, mm -hmm. I haven't even seen the trailer for the Joker, and I was just telling Eric today because there's all that stuff on the news about movie theaters banning it. I am so attached to Heath Ledger's portrayal of mm -hmm. the Joker that I don't, I'm not even interested in seeing another mm -hmm. portrayal. Like, if people see it and they say that it's amazing, which definitely mm -hmm. people did not say about Jared Leto's version mm -hmm. of Suicide Squad, yeah. then maybe I would like stream it later. Uh, yeah. But just, you know, I don't feel like the character needs to be done again. Right. Yeah, uh, initially, I had your sentiment, like, you know, no one's going to touch Heath Ledger. I'll still mm -hmm. see all the movies regardless, like, no matter what. But mm -hmm. uh, initially, I didn't. And then, you know, it's like uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Like, yeah, he's a good actor, but I don't really go out of my way to watch his movies most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like, some of the reviews came out, which I'm going to see it one way or another. And then I started seeing more clips mm -hmm. and it's not so much his portrayal of the it's just like it seems like it's such a psychological drama it's not gonna be dependent on batman i know thomas wayne's in it batman's dad mm -hmm. but it just seems like it's a real psychological where he can show his acting chops he just happens to be playing in my opinion the best villain in the history of superheroes um mm -hmm. so it'll be different it's hard to let go because yeah nothing will top each each ledger but um I don't know. I think I'm I'm definitely gonna go see it. I'm kinda kinda interested. I'm probably gonna go on like a Friday afternoon when I can watch it by myself. Um not yeah. that I'm afraid of any other threats or stuff, but it's just how I like to watch movies. It's okay. It's okay if you are. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean I watching by yourself's easy. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of interested in that. I don't know what Harley Quinn has to do with Birds of Prey, but I actually enjoy Harley Quinn as a character in the comics and in the animated series. I haven't seen Suicide Squad. I'm going to have to before Birds of Prey. Uh, uh, so, yeah. No? I, don't, I, I, I would, I would say, I would, 
I would say, I mean, Suicide Squad got panned. I didn't think it was that bad. None of these movies that get panned are ever as bad as they appear, except for Fantastic Four. That was terrible. Um, such good actors. It was terrible. Um, Suicide Squad was all right. How? How was it bad? Yeah, yeah. Um, her portrayal of Harley was good. It's just a movie had some mm-hmm. some holes they could have fixed. And you know, Will Smith's yeah. always going to make whatever character he plays kind of cool. So Deadshot mm-hmm. was a lot more slick. I like Jason Momoa made Aquaman like his own, which I think worked. Um, Aquaman yeah. would be worth a watch. Amber Heard and him are really good. Like their chemistry is really good in that. Um, I said Shazam. I would definitely watch Shazam. It's fun. It has some touching moments. I put you in the feels. Um, mm-hmm. and it's also just like it's not as serious, but it is serious at times. Um, and then they have yeah. Easter eggs. So like in the future, like The Rock is going to play Black Adam. Eventually, that'll lead to a showdown with Shazam. I'm the biggest Rock fan of all time because I watch pro wrestling. I've loved them since I was like seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in even though he's never made like a compelling drama, I will go see every movie. Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw was great. Um, Wonder Woman, uh, that'll be great. Yeah, I'm going back to The Rock. I've heard him talk about making a very deliberate choice when he transitioned out of wrestling to mm-hmm. being a family-friendly actor, which mm-hmm. I think is a really smart career move. move for him. Yeah, and he excels at that. So uh, I, I'm a big fan of his. Like, as a human being, I think he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like it. Um, Yeah, it's (laughs) hard for me to differentiate his wrestling character from the real person sometimes. Um, But yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, because he was a heel, right? Yeah, yeah, most of the time. Even when he was a face, Mm -hmm. he's just kind of, like, had a swagger to him, Mm -hmm. would make fun of everybody. Um, Wonder Woman, though, uh, the first one was excellent. Um, It's one of the, I think it's one of the, like, the top five or six, like, superhero movies made thus far. I know that's high praise mm-hmm. considering Marvel usually knocks it out of the park, but it's definitely to yeah. me the second best DC movie behind The Dark Knight ever made. Um, and so I think I think they'll do it well again. I don't know how they're going to bring back Steve Trevor and everything since he no kind of died the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I'm sh- I trust the director; she did a great job, and uh, Gal yeah, Gadot yeah. did a great job. Like her growth is like the naive Amazon girl learning about men and the world in general outside of uh, Thelmascara to growing brave. Mm-hmm. And you see, see where she became, cause you haven't seen Batman versus Superman justice league, but basically she's already established in wonder woman's like her mm-hmm. looking back, but yeah. So she also yeah. has like the best theme I, music. Oh, amazing theme music. Uh, mm-hmm. I have seen clips of Batman versus Superman, specifically the wonder woman scenes. And, mm-hmm. uh, if they bring Steve Trevor back somehow, they're going to have to kill him off again or send him mm-hmm, somewhere mm-hmm. that she can't be around him because in Wonder Woman, you see her mourning him still looking mm-hmm. at that photo. So, uh, you know, unless they have to retcon something, uh, they've kind of put themselves in a hole. But, you know, Chris Pine, like, if, if you can get him back, you want him back because he mm-hmm. is... Uh, he is a big draw for a lot of people who would go to see that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, James Tiberius Kirk. And uh, he was one of the Peter Parker. He's one of the Peter Parkers in Spider-Verse, right? The yeah, he was. He was the like one. handsome, like had it all together, Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely, uh, I think, the most underrated of the Chris's. I think that we can just like, Pratt can go away. 
<laughs> will, will like bump pine up a couple spots. Yeah, of the Chris's. Where's Chris Hemsworth? Do you say the same? He's in the middle. <laughs> no. Boy, it goes. The definitive ranking of the Chris's is. Okay. Educate me. Hemsworth. Okay. Pine. Evans, very close to Pine. Mm-hmm. Pratt is not on the list. We do not acknowledge him as a Chris. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry, Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know how I'll write. All right, next uh, podcast, the uh, Kill Hump Mary podcast. We'll do the Chris's oh, man. <laughs> and other and other super and other superheroes. We'll do the Canaries too. Um, <laughs> I'd be down with that. That sounds like a fun episode. We should get someone yeah. who like does not watch the shows and then like tell them, okay, like you have ten seconds to frantically Google these characters. Oh, uh, you know what we should do? Are, are you? Will you be at the upcoming chili cookoff? No, I have a family uh, wedding that yeah. day. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. next time there's get together, we should do that. <laughs> I'll yeah, pick a whole. Be fun. Okay, okay, right, but yeah, you yeah. For the wrap up, or yeah, if anything else you want to say in closing about the Arrowverse shows or DC in general, recommendations, book, comic books. Yeah, uh, I would say if nothing else, if you are brand new to the Arrowverse and you're not put off by the fact that we have spoiled a whole bunch of it, I would highly recommend <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. There's a very low barrier of entry to it and it's the most fun. And I think that it is unlike anything else that I've seen on TV and unlike anything in the superhero genre. Uh, it's definitely worth your time. Uh, and you know, there's so many seasons of all these shows. I would say you don't have to watch them all to have a general understanding of what's going on. But I, uh, I think that Legends is absolutely worth a watch. Black Lightning, Flash goes back and forth on whether it's excellent or kind of trash. Arrow, if you're a completist, you should watch it. But it's probably lowest on my list. Yeah. Um, watch the first like two or three seasons of Arrow and then just uh, find I'm sure there's a YouTube video yeah. that will summarize the whole whole series. Yeah, I would agree. Legends yeah. is fun. Uh, Flash is my I favorite. I think the first season of Legends. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. going to say, you uh, could probably skip the first season of Legends and just read a recap and start with season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um they kind of messed up Vandal Savage. He's like a big mm-hmm. villain in the comics and he's just kind of eh. I got to put a curse on you, princess and prince, hawk girl, yeah. hawk man. But, um, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I you. you were talking about the Flash being your favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'd watch all of them of the Arrowverse, maybe Arrow less. Um, the author, mm-hmm. I think, actually think that um, Supergirl is the most well-written, except for the first half of this last season when they were trying way too hard to be mm-hmm. political. But then Lex Luthor saved yeah. it and it was worth it. Uh, if you want to find other DC, like I said, I'm the only one with a DC subscription. I'll be glad if you email me to give you my password login. Uh, watch Doom, <laughs> Doom Doom Patrol. It's all the craziness of legends without like the restrictions to TV. Uh, Crazy Jane, she has like multiple personalities. Um, mm-hmm. They have um, Cyborg, who is like the straight man. He's like a, a teen version of Cyborg in that, trying mm-hmm. to prove himself as a hero and the way he plays off being serious and following these protocols against these zany characters. Brendan Fraser's on it. He's absolutely hilarious 
He's Robot Man. Oh, I love that. Yeah, such a simple name, but they all dig into their backstories. They're compelling, and like I said, they're all an hour each, and you don't have to worry about the restrictions of TV. They, there's no commercials. You can cuss. You can show some violence. You can show some sex. You can. It's sort of like how Marvel's Netflix shows are, but um, better. Titans also, and then I think the best DC show of all time. It's actually an animated one, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. It was on a Cartoon oh, Network for two seasons, and the third season just uh, they put it exclusively on the uh, DC app. They do a really good job. It's uh, they don't focus on just the young characters. It's almost like Justice League Unlimited. Um, they show the older characters in the Justice League, the dynamic with the kids, and then unlike most cartoons, they progress. So season one, they're all either mm-hmm. t- tweens or teens. Season two, they're like sixteen to eighteen. This past season, they're in the twenties. They're all grown up. Like the main core, and they're teaching the new new members. They have um, they touch on like abusive parents, um, shock like different religions, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. tough decision that like it's and Vandal Savage has done yeah. justice in that one. <laughs> Unlike so, uh, I think that at least some of the DC animated series are on Netflix, so I might be okay. able to find some of those yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, I've not, I'll get you I, my password I if you need it. I could talk to you like for hours longer about this, yeah. but I gotta get going. Okay, I feel you. All right, then. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, this was so fun. All right, we'll do it again soon. All right, talk soon. All right, see you. Goodbye. Bye.